0: New series over the next few weeks on power and victory, power and victory in our life. So today, the power, the power of the cross, say that with me, the power of the, the power of the cross, like to just talk about that today, the power of the cross, Jesus Christ came, he was born, he lived, he died on a cross so that you and I could have everlasting life. He shed his blood on that cross. There's power right there in that message. There's power to save you, but there's power to do other things in your life as you live out your life down here on this earth. There's incredible power in the cross and in the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Bible says the gospel, the good news is the what? It's the power of God unto salvation. Everyone who believes, to the Jew first, but also to the Greek or to the Gentiles or everybody, there's power in this message. Power to change a life like my mother who was a drunk. Power, where she would never drink another drop and live her life for Jesus Christ. And ultimately, gave her life for Christ. Was shot six times with a three hundred fifty seven magnum, my mother, by my stepfather. And much of it was because of her faith, but she lived a victorious life. And God's been good to me, regardless of what I've gone through in life. I was married 28 years and hurt repeatedly and left. I thought it was just men that did that. No, women do it too. Got it? Yes or no? And that hurt me. But God has been in my life. He's helped me. He's helped me. To, not that I didn't want to do something crazy or even take my own life. But God gave me the strength to make it through in my life. Amen? And when I married Kim nine, almost ten years ago, I didn't know. I didn't hardly know her that well, to be honest with you. I mean, it's not like we grew up together or something. You know what I mean? And uh, But yesterday... I just fall in love with her more and more again when I see how she gets out there and serves the Lord. And I had no clue she could do that. I didn't even know. You know what I mean? There's power in the gospel. There's power in the cross to change our life. And your story, many of you have stories like I'm telling today. God is so good to us. Say that with me. God is so good to us. So the power of the cross. Let's talk about it for the next few minutes. The power of the cross. One out of five verses in the first four books of the New Testament, the Gospels, one out of five speak of the last week of Jesus' earthly life. You don't have to be the brightest bulb in the box. When one out of five talks about that, that's what you need to make sure you get out of the Bible. Got it? The cross, the cross, the cross, the last week of Christ's death. In the New Testament, in the New Testament itself, the death of Jesus Christ is mentioned, say it with me, 175 times. Are you kidding me? You don't believe that Bible, do you? Well, if I didn't believe the Bible, I wouldn't believe in Jesus Christ. I wouldn't believe in His death. I wouldn't believe in the main message and what it's all about. That's about one out of every 50 verses is talking about the death of Christ as you're reading the New Testament. Other religions, by the way, all of them are wrong. Did you hear me? Just in case you don't know me yet. Why shouldn't I tell you the truth? That's not very nice. I could care less. It's not nice letting somebody jump off a bridge either. Okay? Or run into a burning building. Come on! So all other religions, many of them, they base their significance on the teaching of their founders. Now we have the Bible god's word but that's really i'm not trying to be controversial here but that's not what our faith is based on our faith is based on him based on jesus christ our faith christianity is based on what sit with me the death of its what founder islam for example they, they try to they try to pretend that they believe in jesus they don't they cannot accept the fact that he was beaten, spit upon, crucified. They cannot, they cannot do that because their religion won't let them even comprehend such a thing. That God would let something like that happen. But that's exactly what happened. And that's how you and I became a believer in Christ is because of the death of Christ on the cross. We want to talk about it, the significance of the cross today, the power of the cross Christianity is founded on the love that God has for mankind. And is expressed to us in the substitutionary death. That's Jesus Christ taking our place. The substitutionary death of His one and only Son, Jesus Christ. God doesn't have many sons. He got one son. Got it? Now, we're adopted. Are we adopted into the family of God? By believing in Christ, we're heirs and joint heirs. But guys, He had one son. His name was Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. That's it. You ought to, instead of trying to be all everything to everybody and never believe nothing, why don't you believe God's Word? Why don't you get to the place in your life? I'm just selling out totally. I'm flat out all in, chips to the table. I believe in Jesus and Him alone. And believe that in your life. Nail that. No wonder that stuff keeps creeping in. I'm good. I a good at church. I'm a good person. Maybe you've never nailed that to the wall, baby, or to the cross. Amen? So the power of the cross, the power of the cross. Let's talk about it. Jesus, we just came out of a, a series on end times, last days, and prophecies and all that kind of stuff. Well, Jesus Jesus prophesied his own death to the to the to the max. To the to the detail. Don't you see where he prophesied his own death? He says, behold, we go up to Jerusalem. And his favorite name for himself was Son of Man. Say that with me. His favorite name for himself was what? You've heard me speak before about this. If I was the Son of God, my favorite name for Gary would be Son of God. You hear me? So I could just zap people. But his name... His favorite name for himself was the Son of Man. Because he says the Son of Man, say it with me if you know it. Is come to seek and to save that which was lost. The Son of Man. Jesus came to relate to you. To relate to you. To let you know I'm here for you. I'm the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He loves you and he loves me. That is the message. That's the message of Fellowship Church. We love Jesus and we love people. That's the message. So this is what he said. He prophesied. Look at this. To his disciples, we're going to Jerusalem. And the Son of Man, favorite name for himself, is going to be delivered to the chief priest. Did that happen? Yes. And unto the scribes. Did that happen? Yes. And they shall condemn him to death. Did that happen? Yes. And they shall mock him. Did that happen? Yes. Shall they scourge him? Yes. Yes. They shall spit on him. Did that happen? And they shall what? Kill him. Did that happen? And here's the granddaddy right here of them all. And the third day he'll rise again. Did that happen? This was all predicted and prophesied before they ever got there. You need to put your faith in in the Lord. You hear me? And the truth of the gospel. They said this to Jesus as he was up on the cross If you're the king of Israel, save yourself and come down from the cross. Say that with me. Thank God Jesus didn't come down from the cross. Let's thank Him for that this morning at church. Thank you, Lord, that you didn't listen to them, that you didn't do what they said, that you didn't take the bait. The power of the cross. What a message, the power of the cross. You hear me or not? The death of Jesus on the cross is what? Let's talk about it now. We've got a few minutes. Let's talk about it. Let's leave a little bit different today. How about we do that? How about we just have a little greater appreciation and understanding for what happened? This is powerful if you want it. And you should pull up a table and eat with a spoon right now. Let's go with it. Number one, the power of the cross. Say that with me. He redeemed mankind. Why don't you put me in there if you're saved? He redeemed. He redeemed me. He redeemed me. Redemption. Redemption. It's that God did something supernaturally and he intervened. He intervened. He intervened. He intervened on your behalf. He bought you. He bought you back. He he intervened. You and I were on our way to a devil's hell. No hope, no nothing. That was life. That's what it was going to be. But God intervened on our behalf. Say the verse with me again. He intervened. And here's the verse that says it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not... Perish, but have everlasting life. He intervened on our behalf. He redeemed me. Let's read some scripture. In whom we have redemption through His what? Y'all believe in that blood religion? People are so stupid. And anti-Bible. But Satan is clever. It's funny how he comes against the things that are so powerful in our life to get us not to believe in them. Y'all hear me or not? Without the shedding of blood, there's no what? And if you don't have blood, you're deader than a hammer. It's funny how smart people are. They've been able to make no blood, have they? Life is in the blood. And Jesus Christ gave his life, his blood, so that you could have life. And you might not like the plan. I don't know why you don't like the plan. Other than it wasn't your idea, I guess. But God so loved you, that was His plan to save us. He would, have to, he would have to die so that you and I could live. No man could do that. And so God did it. He redeemed us. We have the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His what? Grace. Christ has redeemed us. This is a word you'll see often in your Bible. Redeemed. Redeemed. He redeemed us from the curse of the law. But here we are. I'm still good enough. If I just live like, you know, like a good person, I'll go to heaven. That's made up. When are you ever going to get to the place where you realize you'll never be good enough? It's all because of Him, not you. God's big on God. He ain't big on you. He's holy, holy, holy. We ain't, ain't, ain't. And God did this. Doesn't mean He does He loves you. He loves you enough to do it Himself and tell you the truth. All have sinned and done what? Come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous. How many? No, not It's the Bible. The church has changed it. We've lied to people. God redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. The Bible says, cursed is everyone that hangs on a what? And he hung on a tree. And he hung naked on a tree. The Son of God. We're careful how we get out of the shower. And we should be. It's okay. And here he was. Humiliated. It was a curse to go through what he did. But that's exactly what it was. It was a curse to take our curse. He took my curse. Say that with me. He took my He took my curse. There's power here. Book of Revelation, we just spent a lot of time there. Before they uh, opened the seals, remember the the four horsemen of the apocalypse and the other things that followed? They sung, there's this book that nobody could open in this vision. And they sung a new song saying in heaven, Thou art worthy to take the book, to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain. And here it is. You've done what? Redeemed us to God by your what? Blood. You see how if you take blood out of Christianity, you don't have Christianity. You don't have the Bible. But you feel good and talk to your neighbors now. You ever thought that people might talk to you if you do the right thing and, and be honest and, and be strong in your faith? Amen? Thou hast redeemed us to God by your blood out of every kindred, every tongue, and people, and nation. You've made us unto God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld in the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand and thousands and thousands. Sing with a loud voice, say it with me. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches, wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and such are under the sea, and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto Him that sits on the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. He redeemed us. The power of the cross. He redeemed me. He intervened on my behalf. I'm not good enough. I never could be. (laughs) He did it. He found me in Rockingham. Where did He find you? Maybe right here today at Fellowship Church. And your testimony is going to be, He found me down by the beach, that church. In that beach town. Found me in Englewood. Amen? The key is to get found amen say praise the lord he redeemed us so the word redemption it speaks said i've already said it speaks of a special what intervention by god for the salvation of man god did this not us god did this not me god this not the priest not the pope not the preacher not the sacraments not this not that not good attendance. Giving money. He did it. How pathetic we are to take away his glory and honor. It's awful. I never want us to ever even think like that here at Fellowship Church. You got it or not. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on, ever. Amen. Amen. This intervention is centered in the atoning work of Jesus on the cross. That is what redemption is. What's some plain English, though, for redemption? Here's what redeemed means. I've been delivered. I've been delivered, baby. I'm not going to hell anymore. Got it? Say, I've been delivered. How about another? How about I've been what? Loosed. If you got chains... He's the chain breaker. And that's what happens when you put your faith in Christ. You are loosed. That mean you act like a crazy person. I sort of do. But you get to be you, but you're loosed from the chains that held you. Sin doesn't have a hold on you no more. That's what redemption did. Now did you do that? He did that. Got it? Yes or no? I love this. How about this one? I am what? I'm free. I'm free. Did you know this message can change your life, the way you live your life? Through hurt, the loss of a loved one, divorce, abuse, things that can absolutely, horrible choices maybe you've made in your life or have made. We can be so bound. (laughs) But Christ came to set us free. The power of the cross. Please never get away from the cross. Did you hear me? I love the three crosses out front. There's three of them. One in the middle and one for you and me. How about that? The cross is at fellowship. Two thieves and the Son of God. That's you and me and Him. Got it? When you look at those crosses, think of that. The death on the cross of Jesus is what? You all right? Am I boring you to tears? I talking about the cross again. Good. This is everything. Amen? They thought on Palm Sunday He'd save us from Rome. Oh no, He did a lot more saving than that. (laughs) He saved us from death, hell, and the grave. He just saved those living at the time. He saved those who would ever live and put their faith and trust in Him. What a powerful message. Number two, so He redeemed us. How about this one? He sanctified us. He sanctified believers. You might say, you're going to seminary school with me now. No, I ain't. Hang on. Let's read some Scripture. The power of the cross to redeem, the power of the cross to sanctify. Who gave Himself, Jesus gave Himself for our sins, that He might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. He sanctified us. Let's keep looking. By the which will, here's our word, we are what? Sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. He has set us apart. Not better than people, guys, but you're not lost anymore if you're saved. Y'all hear me or not? I'm a child of God. I'm a joint heir with Christ now. I I am in Christ. I have been set apart. I'm not in Adam anymore. In Adam all die. And we will die that first death. But in Christ, all are made alive. I will not die a second death. I've been set aside. Heaven is my home. Eternal life, I have it. The Bible says, will not you grab on to it and lay hold on to it. Amen? So, Jesus Christ sanctified us. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter the holiness by the what? Blood of Jesus by a new and living way which He has consecrated for us through the veil. That is to say, His flesh. And having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast our profession of our faith. Without what? You've been set apart. You've been saved. God intervened on your behalf. You're a child of God. I'm a child of God if we believe in Jesus Christ. This is what the cross means to us. Amen? So he sanctified believers. Keep pushing, buddy. To open their eyes. To turn them from darkness to light. From the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive what? Forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. So we've been sanctified. What's that word mean? Let's just drill down just a little bit on sanctified. Say it with me. Say this with me. I've been set apart for a sacred purpose. God has set me apart. I belong to him now. I've been now what? Say it with me. I am now what? I'm positioned in Christ. You don't believe in that putting your faith in Jesus, do you? And coming to Jesus and being saved. Guys, that's what the, the Bible teaches. That's what God's Word says. This is, how we, this is how we come to the Lord. You don't believe in being that born again. You must be born again. To did Jesus say that? Yes, yeah, by, by believing in me. Okay? He didn't come to condemn the world, did he? Uh-uh. He said, you condemned already. I didn't come to condemn the world. I came to save the world. So we've been sanctified. I've been, I've been positioned in Christ. Here's a, here's a granddaddy statement right here. It's funny right here. Say that with me. I am a what? You a what? You a saint because of him It ain't because of you. You a saint because of him. It ain't because of you. Let's say that together. You a saint because of him. It ain't because of you. Got it? I'm a saint. That's how much God loves me. He, set, he made that special intervention for me, redeemed me, redemption, and now sanctified me. He set me apart <laughs> for a sacred purpose. And now my goal is in my life and should be in your life, I want to live out that purpose in my life. Amen or Amen. Maybe you've lived this other way your whole life. Listen, it's time that you live for the Lord. Live for Christ. Live His purpose in your life, through you. And His purpose is through that cross right there, the power of the cross. So the death of Jesus on the cross, it's what? Y'all with me or not? A couple of more minutes. He destroyed death and the devil. The cross cross is powerful (laughs) for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood and also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of the death that is the who the devil and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage jesus christ death on the cross destroyed that his resurrection blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us which was a lot which was contrary to us he took it out of the way he nailed it to his what having spoiled principalities that's demons and satan and powers and made a show of them openly and he triumphant he was triumphant over them in it In adam all die in christ all shall be made what so death and the devil doesn't have, a, have any power over us anymore do y'all know that or not back to revelation And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil. And Satan, which deceives the whole world, he was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying, in heaven now has come salvation, strength, and the kingdom of God and the power of of his Christ. For the accuser, that's Satan of the brethren, cast down, which accused them before our God uh, day and night. And here's how you overcome, baby. Listen, say it with me. And they overcame him, that's Satan, death, and the devil, by the what? blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and say it with me and they love not their life unto death incredible the power of the cross fear of death is gone y'all hear me or not i feel like i'm talking to a mirror listen gary okay good i'll listen fear of death is gone that's why covid crap bothered me so bad it showed the weakness of the church. We're scared to death. I'm not saying we should be smart, but now we're realizing a lot of us were stupid. You're going to die! Did you know that? Yeah, but God, God, you're going to die! Yeah, but I don't have to be stupid. I didn't say be stupid, but it is stupid to lock yourself in a house, to not see your family, to die like a dog alone in a room. That's horrible! That's horrible. People locked in a nursing home can't see the last thing they see is through a glass and somebody on the other side. Maybe that wasn't your mama. It was my mother-in-law's sister, and her dying words is, "I wish I wouldn't have stayed in here. I wish I'd have spent more time with my family the last few days I had." Death's coming. You might not like me for all that. Good, spell my name right. Doesn't matter. Death is coming, but the power of death has no hold on you because of the cross. You might think, I'm smoking something good. I want you to see me, you believe, boy, he's smoking something. Yeah, I've been smoked, all right. I've been saved. I've been born again. My name's been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I've been delivered from death and hell and the grave, and Satan ain't my daddy no more. That's powerful, guys. We have to live in this world, but we have to live in this world. But we don't have to be of the world. We can be other-minded. We can be. There is a place called heaven. There's eternal life, guys. We have to be careful as Christians, not to buy everything that somebody's selling, and even our government at times. Did y'all hear me or not? Let the word of God, the yea be yea and the nay be nay. Doesn't mean you can't take care of your health and be smart about things. But but just to isolate, well, that's why we didn't shut the church down. Why? Because people were still dying and going to hell last time I checked. Amen. Got it? The death of Jesus destroyed death and the devil. Okay? That's powerful. We're almost done. If I didn't take these tirades, we'd get done earlier. How many know it's just a matter of time and a message that something's going to happen like that? I love him, but there he goes. There we go. You know it's time for me to quit when you don't see that happening anymore. Don't need it all the time because I'll stroke out on you. I've been exempted from the second death. Say that with me. I've been what? Because you're a good person? Because you go to fellowship. Because you've been redeemed. Been sanctified. He destroyed death, held in the grave for me. That's why I ain't going to die the second death. You might have known there's a second death. Oh yeah, there's a second death. And it's, it's far worse than the first one. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He that overcomes shall not be heard of the what? Second death. The second death. One of the greatest things you'll ever hear in your life is what I'm about to say. I've been given immortality. Say that with me. I've been given. What? I've been given immortality. We're going to talk about that for a second. But it's now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ who has abolished death. And he has brought life and what? Immortality to light through the gospel, through the power of the cross. Jesus said unto her, say it with me, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever lives and believes this shall never die. Here's the question. You believe that? You believe that? What is immortality, Clark? Oh, I love this. I love this. Sometimes I think I'm really smart. But then I come back to reality. Immortality is deathlessness to the whole person. I've been given immortality. You know what I believe my mother's last words were the night that she was shot by my stepdad. I believe her last words were this. You can't threaten me with heaven. That's what you have when you're in Christ. There is a deathlessness to the whole person. Somebody might hurt you. Relationship, abuse, suffering, struggle, whatever it might be. Listen. Lose an arm, lose your legs. Cancer. Listen. You don't know me. Inside me is immortality. There's deathlessness to the whole person. You can make it through anything. Unless you understand immortality, you can't understand I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Without understanding immortality, you can't understand greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Amen. I tell you what, I love this. If we said nothing else today, but you have been given immortality because of Jesus Christ and the cross. Do you see how foolish we are when we say, yeah, but, you know, I, I don't believe in Jesus, but I'm a good person. Oh. You're not redeemed, you're not sanctified, death and the devil ain't been defeated, and you don't have immortality. You're going to die the second death where you never die in a place called hell. I think Jesus knew what he was doing. It's a state of deliverance and bliss due to their what? You mean I can be delivered down here and have a state of uh, happiness? Did he say that, be happy? Don't be happy. Because everything's going good? No, because everything ain't going good. You're happy because you're in me, and I'm in you, and I'll never leave you, and I'll never forsake you. And nobody can pluck you from my hand. This is powerful. Immortality is the possession of a glorified body one day. But though I don't have the glorified body, I've got a pretty good down payment. I've been saved. His spirit indwells me. That's called the earnest of the Spirit. That's really called the down payment to heaven. I have His presence living in me and helping me. This is what we have in Christ. Amen? Immortality. Roger, are we done? i got to quit. Spiritual death is separation from God. That's what you don't want. The lost die forever. But they what? They're never annihilated. Okay? We'll read two scriptures, Roger. And i got to quit. We've got to quit. Jesus gave several, though. You can put hand, you can put foot, you can put a bunch of stuff in that scripture. But let's just use the one. If your hand defend, you cut it off. Because it's better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and go right into hell. And to the fire that is never quenched, where the worm dies not, and the fire is not quenched. Let's thank the Lord for his word this morning. Amen on the cross. Got to quit. Got to quit. Got to quit. I